Hello, welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is Penelope is Growing Up. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week's hymn was What a Wonderful Savior from the story Patience's Persistent Lie, but we didn't have a winner. The hymn was somewhat obscured by the story, and that's how it is this week as well, so listen carefully. It's time now for this week's story. Penelope is growing up. Sitting at church on Sunday morning, Penelope stared at the cross on the wall behind the choir loft. It was lit up, as it always was on Sundays, its wood-grain texture highlighted in the glow. Her eyes moved from the cross to the choir. Praise ye the Lord, the Almighty. She studied each choir member, noting what they were wearing, and observing their countenance. She knew almost all of them, and felt a sense of belonging. She had grown up in this church, having been there since she was a baby. Her heart swelled with love for all of the people who loved her back. When the special music ended, she stood up with the congregation and recited the Bible verse in unison. Afterward, they sang one more song before they were told to take a seat. When they were seated, Penelope noticed the brightly colored dress of a woman near the front. The dress popped with the bright hues, and Penelope admired all of the variegated colors. Her eyes moved from the bottom of the dress to the back of the woman's head. She also admired the woman's perfectly coiffed hair. But as soon as Pastor Felsdow began to speak, Penelope reminded herself to stop looking around and to begin listening. For the most part, she accomplished her goal of listening well. She jotted down copious notes in her journal and followed the passages that were part of the message. Penelope had begun to sit in big church with her family all of first service, before she had gone to two services of children's church. But recently, Daddy Peters had decided that Pearson and Penelope were old enough to sit in big church and then head off to Sunday school afterward. He wanted them to be part of corporate worship and gave them new journals as a memento of the decision. Pearson and Penelope didn't mind at all. Oh, they certainly did love their Sunday school classes, but they still would be a part of one and also get to sit with Daddy and Mama Peters in big church, which made them feel like they were growing up. After all, by the end of the year, they would both be preteens. After the first service had ended, Pearson and Penelope took off for their Sunday school class. Penelope was shocked to see that the curly-haired woman with the colorful dress was in the room, too. Without realizing it, Penelope gaped at her. Who's that woman? Penelope asked Nora. No clue, but she's sure pretty, Nora noted. She sure is, and I like her dress a lot. Penelope could barely keep her eyes off the woman's dress. I like it, too, Nora enthused. Her dress reminds me of the one that Mom has that's really colorful. Oh, yes, I think I've seen her wear it. Your mom's dress is pretty, too, Penelope agreed. At that precise moment, the girls realized that the woman was walking toward them. They thought they were hiding their curiosity better than they were. Hello, girls. My name's Christy, and it's okay for you to call me by my first name, because I'm barely older than you, but I'm one of the new helpers here. Oh, hi, Christy. I'm Penelope, and this is Nora. You're barely older than us? Well, how old are you? I'm 21, Penelope and I'm in my last year of college, so I'm staying with the Martin family. Do you know them? Christy asked. Penelope nodded heartily. Yes, I know them, but you're much older than us. You are a lot older than us, 
Nora had joined the conversation. I sure love your dress. My mom has one similar to it. Well, thank you, Christy responded. I like your dresses too. You both look so nice. I'm staying with the Martins because I'm spending my final year here so that I can complete an internship. So I should be here in your class for an entire year. Wow, that should be fun. And the Martins are so kind. They always bring candy for the kids at church. Mr. Martin stands out in front and gives us all candy and little Bible coloring pages every week. All the kids just love that, Nora said. Oh, yes, they are so kind. And actually, they're not just friends, but they're my aunt and uncle. Technically, they're my mom's uncle and aunt. They're great people, and I enjoy staying with them. And it was a no-brainer to go to this church. And God's word is taught boldly, so I'm very glad to be here. As Christy spoke, other children joined the circle around her to hear all about who she was and why she came to their class. Penelope was quite mesmerized by Christy. Here she was in college, but she was so kind and godly, and Penelope just admired her. That admiration only deepened when it was time to sing songs, because Christy pulled out her guitar and played along to Mrs. Palm's singing. Wow! Christy sure could do it all. After church was over, Penelope was eager for Daddy and Mama Peters to meet Christy. As her parents conversed with all of their church friends, Penelope kept her eyes peeled for Christy, who was still in the Sunday school classroom cleaning up. Finally, though, she noticed the classroom door open and Christy exiting. She ran up to her. Christy, come meet Daddy and Mama Peters before you go home. Oh, of course, I would love to, Penelope. Christy followed Penelope over and graciously met Daddy and Mama Peters and their twins, Patience and Priscilla. Christy, I've heard so much about you already that I feel like I kind of know you. Your Aunt Agnes speaks so highly of you in our community Bible study group, Mama Peters said. Oh, Mama Peters, Aunt Agnes is a treasure. My mom suggested that I live with my aunt and uncle before I finish high school. She said I could learn a whole lot from them, and it's been wonderful. Aunt Agnes is a great cook, and I learned how to make the best frittata last night. So it's also been educational, too. My mom, too, is a good cook, but I think I was less interested when I was younger, so I didn't do a good job of really learning. Of course, that was entirely on me. Well, fortunately, Mama Peters began, Penelope loves the kitchen, so that's been a blessing. I don't know how your Aunt Agnes is as a cook, but I know that she makes some of the most delicious coffee cake I've ever had. In fact, I use a recipe all the time. And your Uncle Fred is such a blessing to our church. He's always serving somewhere. In fact, their ears must be burning because look who's coming. Christy turned around and saw her uncle and aunt walking up to them. Hello, Daddy and Mama Peters. I'm glad you got to meet Christy, Agnes Martin said. Oh, we are too. Mama Peters hugged Agnes. Fred and Agnes, Christy, if you don't have plans, would you like to come over for lunch? Personally, I'm starving, Daddy Peters inquired motivated to move on as much by his hospitality as his hunger. We would love to, Fred said, and the matter was settled. Christy, did you have plans to study, though? I don't want to interfere with your plans. Agnes turned to her niece. Oh, no, Aunt Agnes. It's perfectly fine. It is the Lord's Day, after all. Anyway, I completed all I need for tomorrow, so I'm happy to join all of you. On the drive home, Mama Peters issued instructions to Pearson and Penelope. Piers, would you mind setting the table? And Penelope, how about you toss a salad? 
I'm thankful that I have the steak on the grill and the rolls ready to bake. Daddy Peters, would you be able to get the steak and slice it for us? Of course, honey. It's a good thing that you put it on this morning. It'll be perfectly smoky. I can taste it now. Mama Peters chuckled at Daddy Peters. <laughs> Did you not eat enough breakfast, sweetie? I can practically hear your belly growling. Daddy Peters laughed uproariously. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't think I ever feel like I eat enough breakfast before church. And it helps that I know what you're serving. My mouth is watering. On the rest of the car ride home, Pearson and Penelope shared all about church and all they had learned with Daddy and Mama Peters. The twins chimed in periodically to tell about their stories in Sunday school. But Penelope mostly focused on how much she liked Christy and how excited she was for a young person to be in the class with her. She hadn't ever really known anyone close that was that young, but also an adult. At lunch, the Martins and Christy chatted very comfortably with the Peters. Because of their shared fellowship, their conversations flowed smoothly. They embodied 1 Thessalonians 2, 8, where Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, quoting, Having so fond an affection for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, because you had become very dear to us, end quote. They were experiencing their mutual love for each other. Patience and Priscilla, Pearson and Penelope mostly sat and listened, though they were interested. Christy shared how she had gone on a missions trip for all of the previous semester and was able to count part of it for credit. Since she was doing some medical work, she talked about her love for the people she worked with and how she felt strongly that God was calling her to the mission field. I think that after working with the people and seeing their needs, I would really like to work with them. When I graduate with my degree in nursing next year, the Lord willing, of course, I plan to submit my application with the mission board to head down there. That sounds great, Christy. Will your home church be sending you? Daddy Peters asked. Oh, I believe so. But to be honest, Daddy Peters, it's going through some hard times and seems headed for a church split, which is one reason that Mom and Dad mentioned that it might be especially good for me to be with Aunt Agnes and Uncle Fred because I can be part of a church that's a bit healthier. Christy replied to Daddy Peters' question. Well, praise God, Christy, that our church has humble leaders and is a joy to be a part of. A healthy church is certainly not a perfect church, but I do praise God for our church, Daddy Peters responded. After lunch and dessert were over, Pearson asked Mama Peters if he and Penelope could go outside and play kickball with Nora. Yes, go ahead. We'll just be having some tea, Mama Peters answered. Hey, Pearson, may I come play too? Christy asked, to Penelope's amazement. Do you need a change of clothes, Christy? Mama Peters was happy to accommodate. Hmm. If you have a pair of sweats I could borrow, I'd appreciate it. It would probably be a good idea for me to change. Mama Peters nodded, and Christy followed her into the bedroom. Mama Peters, your children are so sweet. I'm so happy to be working with children at church. I want to get to know them as much as possible before leaving next year. Well, Penelope sure seems to be taken with you, Christy. I think it's mostly the dress, Mama Peters. Aunt Agnes actually bought it with me this week. She insisted that I get a new dress. But it's also your sweet character, Christy, Mama Peters told her. Well, thank you, Mama Peters. That's kind. I'm praying that I can start a young girl's Bible study. I was going to see if that would be okay like once a week on Wednesdays. Do you think that Penelope would want to be a part of it? I was planning to speak about it to all of the young ladies in the class. Oh, are you kidding me, Christy? Penelope would love that. 
but so would we, Mama Peters replied. By the end of the day, Penelope's heart was full. The day had started with church at Evergreen Reformed Church, where the Peters had worshipped for years, and where there was a sweet familiarity. They'd also met a new friend, who was not only fun, but loved Jesus, and she and Nora were captivated by her. They'd played kickball together until everyone was red-faced and exhausted. After everyone had left, and the Peters had tidied up, Mama Peters sat with Penelope and mentioned the potential for being involved in the Bible study. Oh, Mama Peters, that sounds great. I'd love it. And Christy is really neat. I think so too, Pen. And Mama Peters, I want to be just like her when I grow up. Actually, I, I want to be just like both both you and her, Mama Peters. Penelope added genuinely. My sweet daughter, Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. It's always good to have people to admire in their walk with Jesus. But never forget. And this is where Mama's voice began to choke up. Christy and I are sinners, just like you. So don't be disappointed when you get a peek of our sin. Imitate us as we imitate Christ. There is nothing better. And honestly, I'm really excited at the idea of you getting to walk with another believer who will invest in you. You are becoming a young woman. And it seems only yesterday that I was cradling you in my arms. But I'm pleased as punch about you getting together and learning more about Jesus and getting more godly input. And so it was decided. As soon as Christy started the Bible study, Penelope would begin attending, and she could hardly wait. This is Grandmom's Corner, and I apologize in advance if you hear the neighbor's dog barking in the background. In March, I returned to teaching first grade Sunday school after a hiatus. As has been my practice for many years, I give those attending the first grade class a snack to take home with them at the end of class. I also purchase enough to give them a treat for their siblings as well. As the parents arrive, each student comes to the snack table where they're handed a treat. And then my grandkids, all of those living in the area attend the same church as do we, know that they can come see me after their class is over and get a snack. There's a whole lot of them and they start piling into the class. I bring a different kind of snack for them and I also give them a lot more than I give the students of the class. One of my grandsons, who turned two just today, the same day I'm recording, comes in on his own. He knows exactly where the classroom is and he's very aware that he can get a sweet treat from me. His parents are close enough that they make sure he gets to the class and then returns to them. In addition, his four siblings keep a close, watchful eye on him. My grandson's dad, my son-in-law, told me that one Sunday when I wasn't there, my little grandson made a beeline for the classroom where I teach and was so disappointed when I wasn't there. The grandkids filter in, get their snack, give me a hug, and take off. All of my grandkids, the oldest is nearly 15, have attended our church since their birth. So they're well acquainted with our church, and there is a simplicity of their relationship to it. Every Sunday after church, they can be found running around on the concrete area near the sanctuary. There they are, talking to their friends and or their cousins as their parents converse with family and friends. My grandkids know their way around the church buildings, but most importantly, they have experienced the love and care of the church body. 
Our church has been there for our family in very hard times. That is what the church is. It is a body of believers, an imperfect one to be sure, because we're all sinners who loves each other in spite of themselves. The church is a haven from the world. It's where my grandkids are at ease to walk into their classrooms and feel the love and care of their teachers. They know their teachers and their teachers know them. Psalm 84:10 says, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand outside. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. I love what Spurgeon says about the church, quoting, Make God's house your home. Love it not for only the benefit you may get from it for yourselves, but for the blessing it may bring your children. Thank God for the church and the Sunday school and the Bible classes. Despise none of them. They will bless both you and your household. End of quote. I encourage those listening to make it your goal to be in church every Sunday as much as you can. The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.